Whoa, hello, Christian. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. Santa? It's me. It's Santa Claus. Oh, uh, sweet. I, I mean, you're a little late. It's already January, like halfway through also. Wait, uh, wait, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, it's it's January 19th, son. I I, I don't... You're, wait, where have you been? No. Are you okay? So, so, oh, no, no. There's no way my calendar could be wrong. The elves just told me it's about time to get in my sleigh and give everyone their goodies. It's only December 19th. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Most of the calendar... My, my, my phone tends to never lie to me about that sort of thing. It's generally pretty synced into the world clock. So, yeah, I'm going to go with it's January 19th and not December 19th. No, no there's no way. Let me, let me just pull up my calendar really quick. Yeah, I feel stupid now, don't you, Santa? Oh, no. Yeah, I bet you feel real dumb, huh? Did you know about this? Yeah, bet you you feel like a fool, don't you, Santa? Time time to upgrade to the new age, kid. Excuse me, I I came here to give you a gift tonight, son, before we got to Christmas, and what what is this nonsense I'm I'm hearing? I'm sorry, I'm listening. Oh, I'm sorry, Christian. You you, you pissed Santa off and he had to go away. Uh, What? Wait, where did uh... you come from? I mean, I was Did always you know here. Like, I invi- yeah, yeah. Mrs. Claus, like, you know, she she let me know that he was going to be coming by. And uh, I didn't know why. Yeah, Mrs. Claus. You were just casually hanging out with Mrs. Claus, huh? Is that one of them? I don't want to air my dirty laundry, you know, for the world to hear. OK, so just take up, my word for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I was telling you why I was here. I invited uh, Mr. Claus. Well, I'd rather... Uh, Mrs. Claus let me know that Santa Claus was looking for something to do. He's been uh, he's been a little out of it the last month. I hear. I just I just figured out why. Because, <laughs> yikes! <laughs> yeah, it's a bit awkward. I guess we all know why we didn't get what we wanted under in our stockings this year. I guess. Uh, I guess he got kind of tired after all that killing he did. You know that movie they oh, made about him. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, right. The uh, the movie that came out, the documentary that came out. In fact, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it, I mean, it was a retelling because it was starring uh, David Harbour or whatever, you know, the, the, of, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. of Stranger of, Things what's fame. That, what's that show? Yeah. Stranger Things fame. But I, it, it was a very uh, apt retelling for certain. Oh, yeah, for sure. But uh, but yeah, you know, I just uh, I wanted I wanted to let him uh, speak his piece really quick. And now he's gone. So he uh, said something about yeah. a gift, though. You know anything about that? Yeah, I, I think he had like a bunch of Nerf guns to give you. But he looked he looked a little upset when he left. So I don't know oh. if you're going to be getting those anymore, my guy. Oh, that's depressing. Do you like Nerf guns? They're cool. Uh, I, I, I've can shot. I, yeah. Can I can I tell you? You can. I saw that he he had one that was the size of a lizard. What? Wait, yeah. The size of a lizard? That's kind. Of, I mean, that's kind of arbitrary. There's a lot no, of different no, kinds of lizards. No, no, no. I mean, one like lizard sized, like the lizard like could, the shape could use of said it. Nerf gun. Oh no, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even more sad now. I could have had a Nerf gun fight with Rorschach. That's what I'm saying, dude. And you missed out. <laughs> I got to write an apology letter one day. I think you need to. But, you know, in the meantime, uh, while uh, Dylan decides if he's going to leave or scrap that entire uh, nonsensical bit at the very start that was completely unscripted, uh, we watched One Piece Chopper movie this week, didn't we, Christian? Hooray, we did. I got and to it, relive it, all my trauma from two years ago. <laughs> trauma for two years ago well okay so when you say relive your trauma do you mean like in a good way or like like it was it made you feel things way or like live relive your trauma you hated this i movie forgot when you i watched had it in these the first emotions place? oh good 
good. Oh, that's a good. That's a good thing. <laughs> uh, we were able to, to rekindle some of our lost humanity. You know, that's good. I'm if glad. we had, if we had watched this before doing the parents tier list, there's a good chance hero luck wouldn't have been such a hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and what, what, what do you what do you feel like this movie changed? What did we leave? For you? What did we leave him in? We left left him in the middle tier, right? I think we did. We we left him in needs, what, needs work. work. I feel I, like that's probably about accurate. I actually, I feel like we did put him like kind of where he. I'm not gonna say he like deserves it like all around, but for like he made a pretty grave error in judgment. A that few does of them. Yeah, like I, I think he's good. I think he's right where he needs to be. Honestly, in fact, if anything, I think we might have almost given uh, Kareha almost a little too much credit because she did very a very similar thing when Chopper was leaving, and we just completely glossed over. It her. is true, but I feel like the egregious error that Hero Luck makes in that instance is the gun yeah absolutely I that, think the, the gun the, was way too the much the gun is a lot more traumatizing than a flurry of knives <laughs> because of what happened in his original attempt to make contact with humanity so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah anyway but, uh the but, movie but before yeah before we get into it, we'll go into a brief little summary didn't write anything down so uh your summary this week in a land known as Drum Kingdom, ho ho ho, uh, we have uh, our favorite straw hat pirates sailing on their way, just fucking around on the Grand Line until a storm hits and Nami ends up being sick. They find their way into Drum Kingdom where they meet a bunch of people and eventually Chopper and some shenanigans happen. They go up a mountain, Nami gets cured, uh, they fight some fucker named Wapple. You all know the story. Ho ho ho. Uh, we're done now, folks. Wait, Santa, <laughs> my Nerf guns. Uh, sorry, he's already gone again, Christian. God damn it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, you know, they, they they go to Drum Island and Chopper's there. He's like, yo, you got pirates are pretty cool. Nami gets cured. They beat the shit out of Wapple, who's like a tyrannical king. Hero Look was also there from, Nam- from Chopper's backstory. He's his dad. And uh, they cure the country with cherry blossoms in the sky. I think, it was lovely. I mean, that was a glorious summary. And I feel like maybe we don't even need to finish the episode. But I also think we need to address the elephant in the room or the <laughs> several <laughs> elephants in the room. Yeah. So, OK, this is actually thank you. Thank you, Christian, for segueing us into the, the elephants in the room. For those of you that have been listening to us for a decent amount of time. You will know that I am very adamant in my distaste for this film. If you use it to replace Chopper's backstory from the main canon, I find this particular installment to be very confusing and almost even reductive in a few ways. It covers the majority of Chopper's backstory, but it adds a lot of nonsense. The The top three things are Robin's there. And she should not be because this is long before they beat Alabasta. Frankie's there, which she should not be because even this further is long, in the future. That's even further into the future. And finally, uh, because Wapple being the main villain, whom he was the villain in Chopper's original thing or whatever in the in the anime and the manga, uh, he wasn't good enough as a villain. They just shoehorned in uh, Wapple's big brother Mushiru. Was it? Was it Mushiru? Mushiru. Yeah, Mushiru. M- Mushru, whatever. Mushiru. It, it was it, it's like mushroom. He's a yeah, mushroom. Mushiru. 
mushroom man and his power is the mush mush fruit or something and he basically has the power he's like a a magellan light if i get if i could be honest maybe he can like make poison with his mushroom power like that's like a primary function of his devil fruit is that he bakes poison in his gut yeah, for a long period that, of time. He has that like silly ultimate move where he can incubate poison or mushroom spores in his stomach for 10 years and then just release them as a giant bomb. Uh, yeah. That is a plot point for all of about five minutes. And <laughs> yeah, he's just kind of there. He has a good fight with Luffy. Probably the... It's you know it's a very well animated scene of hi- of him fighting Luffy at the towards the end of the film, but uh, I mean ultimately Honestly, it's whatever. And at the end of the day, it was like okay. So it, Wait, I will okay, say before that- we go any farther, I just need to point out uh, there's okay, one more ahead. elephant in the room, and that's the fact that we're on the sunny and we're not on the merry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that, that is because that is again also because happening. we also have Frankie along. So Frankie and Frankie and the sunny come hand in hand. Yep, they are. They are uh, to. They are a package deal. We don't. We do not get Frankie without the Sunny. It is. Mm-hmm, it is mm-hmm. what it is. I mean, it is his boat. To be fair, so yeah, pretty much. Anyway, go ahead with what, what you were going to say. <laughs> I was going to say though. All that aside, I do stand by. If you use this as a replacement for Chopper's backstory, which uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Christian, but uh, that that was you once upon a time. Uh, yeah, before <laughs> once upon a time when I was uh, sort of kind of making my delve into One Piece, Jordy gave me the first two. Well, uh, these two movies, one, the first being Nami's episode and then choppers episode and Mm -hmm. obviously i had no real context for what should or shouldn't be there in the end of the day so i remember i remember enjoying the movie when i watched it but again that's because i have no context for the fact that frankie shouldn't be there mashuru isn't really a person robin shouldn't be there etc etc so I, I Luffy uses second and third gear, uh, you know, all of these <laughs> things that just don't aren't really a thing uh, in the actual show. But yeah, then eventually I would go on to just start watching actual episodes instead. And then I would stop at Alabasta, yada, yada. I also feel like that this movie somewhat suffers from, you know, it, it's OK to like have these one off like standalone uh, things for especially like one piece to like summarize like main plot elements what have you what have you but they implemented so many characters that didn't have any ground to stand on that i honestly feel like it almost suffered from if you're like a a watcher and you're just like yeah i want to watch a one piece movie this movie almost comes off as distracting because you know next to nothing about any of the main cast and it's all about chopper from start to finish i almost feel like you need to have the context from the other parts of the series in order for this whole experience to really make sense and feel rounded or even different than what the other straws might have experienced. There were a couple of things that they tried to keep from like the main anime that they translated into this movie, like the Sanji line being like, he's a monster. And I liked it. I'm glad it was there. I just don't know if it had the same impact if you don't watch the original, I guess, is my is my only overall point. But all that aside, we're we're not negative here. We we're we're here for vibes. Uh, I will say all that aside, I had a great time. I forgot that this uh, was beautifully animated, and I believe it was animated by the same uh, guy that directed the Baron of Matsuri movie, if I'm not mistaken. 
I would believe you if you if you told me that because they look identical in art style. Uh, not directed necessarily. Well, maybe the director is the animator for was the animator in Baron of Matsuri, but the movies were directed by two different people. I can tell you that much. Um, give, give me one sec. Let me look this up really because quick. Because I, I know for a fact that Baron of Matsuri was animated by Mamoru Hosodo, who is the you know Wolf Children, uh, you know Summer Wars that guy, uh, Bell mm-hmm, more mm-hmm. recently. So, but. Uh, I don't. Uh, Chopper movie was not animated by or not directed by that guy. Oh, you know, look at this. Yeah, you're right. It it was it was directed by Junji Shimizu. Uh, and I don't see any acknowledgments for Mamoru Hosoda. Well, I will say the anime or the animation looks very similar to Baron Omatsuri. Yeah, if and, if you told me they had the same staff working on it, then it would be entirely yeah. believable. The, the the movies look identical in in art in art style. So. Well, I will say that I was I love it. Yeah, I was kind of here for it. Honestly, that that was a part that I completely forgot about that movie or about this flick was uh, I definitely didn't remember that it deviated from that like pre uh, the the, the pre Skypean anime style or whatever before it kind of started getting a little bit. uh, I don't want to say rounder, almost a little bit squarer and a a little bit more defined in like the lines and whatnot. Because a lot of earlier One Piece is like very noodly, very, very goofy looking. So that was actually a pretty nice change of pace. I had a good time with that, at least. Yeah, I like the I I do enjoy the more fluid animation, fluid motion that you can you get out of the out of these guys. This these this style for whoever it is that does these does these movies this way. Um, Now, I I will also say. Something that I think that this movie did really well on is and and this is like the other side of the coin of like you're missing a lot of context with some of like your main primary characters of the beats they covered. They covered a really good chunk of the arc in the time frame that they covered it in and really didn't leave any major component out, if I'm going to be honest which is actually very insightful. And it kind of makes me sad that you could retell this entire arc in a two hour period, as opposed to the, what did we spend? Probably like 20 episodes on. (laughs) Is it 20 episodes? I feel like I remember drum Island only being like a little more than a dozen, right? Maybe it was only a little more than a dozen. If that's the case, then that makes a little bit more sense, I suppose. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's all you do. You get a lot of the major stuff. Uh, There's a little bit cut out with like the just random shenanigans that happen, like in the little villages. There's not two and a half episodes of Zoro being lost, you know, Uh, (laughs) which I was a little sad by. We uh, we got robbed of the uh, the Zoro guitar riff. (laughs) (laughs) It, It is true. Uh, and then there are other characters there to sort of swing things along. Vivi's missing most uh, notably as like a, as a missing link out of this one. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But for the most part, so that I actually found this kind of funny and interesting because now I have like a little bit more context for like how the, the scenes played out because I still have a pretty vivid memory of what we covered in the cast. Uh, I get, They really just if Vivi was there. The two scenes that strike out to me the most, I remember the one with her and Usopp, like after Sanji and Luffy left with Nami to like climb the mountain or whatever. They were it was Vivi and Usopp originally that were like, yeah, we don't want to go inside. Uh, And this time they just kind of 
put Robin there instead and was like, yeah. oh yeah, we don't want to go inside. And Dalton hung out with him. And then all, <laughs> secondarily, the scene where the avalanche happens and Usopp and Vivi got messed up by all the snow or whatever. And then Vivi's trying to <laughs> protect Usopp from dying. <laughs> they put Robin there instead. And for like the slap bit to make his face all swelled up, she just like, without even like breaking a sweat or even like <laughs> taking her eyes off Usopp, immediately sprouts 30 hands or something like that all over his body and slaps the shit out I of him immediately. It. Using the God using dude. the heat generated from the slap to unthaw Usopp. <laughs> it's like I mean, a, it's, like this stupid you, you, you ever heard of the idea? I, I don't know if it originated out of Reddit or not, but that's why I remember here seeing it is like the how many times can you bake or how many times you have to slap a chicken in order to cook it? Yeah, you ever heard yeah, about that? yeah, totally. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I've heard about it a million times. Uh, 135,000 times for all you out there that want to try it. Um, wow, you actually remembered the number. Uh, you know, it's 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 really odd coincidence that uh, <laughs> because I was literally just talking about this to somebody at work the other day, too, for I don't even remember why, but it came up in com- I brought it up in conversation then too literally earlier <laughs> this week. So it's it's outstanding that this like decade old meme is has been brought up two times in the last week when I probably haven't thought about it since like high school. <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely used to get uh, recommended like those YouTube videos that would uh, cover the exact same content or whatever. I don't remember the number that they gave, but I remember the answer being, yeah, if we put it on like a rotary arm and slap the shit out of it, uh, it'll cook in like an hour, give or take, believe it or not. And I remember every video that does it, they're like, it actually like cooked too. It's kind of, it tastes like shit, but it's cooked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it takes, I don't know, maybe uh, it depends. It depends on how, how fast you slap it, I guess. Right. It, it definitely depends uh, on the the uh, frequency. Might, and be a the, slow, uh... might be a slow cooker uh, slap slapping mechanism you never <laughs> yeah. know you got to do like the one slap per second sort of style that's the slow cook or you do like two slaps a, a, a second <laughs> yeah 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 oh my goodness but uh but yeah so they they did a lot of like vv scene replacements but just sort of just kind of plopped robin down there instead and uh and then frankie and zora were kind of like having their own little mini adventure on the side blowing up a bunch of ships and going on snowmobiles i also like that as a plot element because they wanted to justify things happening so much faster they just invented snowmobiles and the snowmobiles <laughs> scale mountain yeah with no problem whatsoever <laughs> absolutely zero problems no, none whatsoever you got <laughs> at one point you got dalton uh who is it uh, usopp and robin all riding on one snowmobile that they hijacked and dalton is explaining you know the history of the island or whatever to the two of them and it, without even like breaking a sweat he's just scaling a vertical wall with this snowmobile yeah yep. god i love it and, I then, love it so uh, much. and then frankie and zoro have a different one that they stole from the landing zone after destroying all of the ships mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh you know uh frankie makes some off comment about how like Wapple's ship is somewhat broken i, I guess they broke it i didn't notice but he was like, you know, I, I really got to fix this when we come back because he's enamored with the submarine nature of Wapple's ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yo, I got to like fix this up so that we could like learn from this. This is a pretty cool fucking boat right here. Yeah. <laughs> he actually does that a couple of times. There was that other time when Zoro and Frankie get up to the top of the mountain and uh, they had already done a little bit of the fighting, you know, against Wapple and uh, and Mushuru or whatever. And there's like a broken hole where the cannon room is. 
And the first thing that Frankie says is, "Ooh, I got to fix that. And then Zoro's like, what the hell? Why? <laughs> what is wrong with you? You have a problem, Frankie. You, you, you have an actual problem, my guy. <laughs> All you want to do is fix things. We're here to bust shit up, man. Come on. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. Uh, it, it's an enjoyable time. Uh, I, I enjoyed reliving some of the moments, even though over the course of the show, just nat- wa- naturally watching it, uh, we've gotten some of the key flashbacks over time anyway, you know, of you know, the flag flying above the Wapple Castle or just Kiraluk saluting the world before he blows himself up. Like we get we get these all the time. Uh, but I don't know wa- watching it in like an actual format kind of it, it hits different than just seeing it in poor quality for 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. And then, of, and then, of course, you know, you get you get some of your favorite characters back, like those rabid bunnies and hiking <laughs> bear. How'd you like your hiking bear? Big hiking Christian? Was bear. it everything? Was it everything you remembered it being? Hell Yeah. <laughs> I completely forgot and I was actually like I had my fingers crossed that they were going to keep in the bit where Usopp and uh, Luffy uh, bow to the the giant random, random giant fat woman. lady yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh hey look it's another hiking bear they have a wow. they have a, a scene at the end of the movie too like I think it was when the blossoms are blooming in the sky where they're just sort of flashing to a bunch of different characters and they have hiking bear and that woman in the same shot at the same, <laughs> at the same time because of that because oh, of that bit. <laughs> I actually completely that was, missed I don't that. Remember, I, didn't I don't that remember all. that from the original show, but if it and if it was there then shout out, but if it wasn't and this is exclusive to the movie then that's that's fantastic. Someone you, has you great know these, taste. These, uh, you know these animators are fucking memers. They're they're here for they they want to like rub in some of these bits absolutely. Uh-huh. But uh but no, I mean I know we touched on it, but I I can't say enough how much I loved a lot of the animation. I, you said it a little earlier that the uh the fight between Luffy and Mashiru, you know, fuck that dude aside. That fight was kind of fun, even though it only lasted like what two minutes of the entire oh, movie. Barely, <laughs> barely. It was it was very smooth though. I it it requires recognition in in how much fun it is. Also, it's the gear second Luffy or you know second gear Luffy right. doing second gear Luffy things, and that's always a good time. Yeah, which is the best form. I think the last big deviation that this movie had from uh the like the normal like seeing it through the anime correct me if i'm wrong but i actually remember i thought you and devin were upset that they didn't do this i went when when wapple made it to the cannon room he did okay so we, we also missed uh skinny wapple that never happened but i i think that's kind of moot um but when they got to the cannon room at he never ate the cannon right like he was Ooh. he was just planting planning on using it i think that i can't say for certain i have like a vague memory that you and devin were even suggesting that when he gets to the cannon room the first thing he's going to do is eat it and become like some kind of super weapon mecha thing but that didn't happen and that he only wanted to use it as like a regular cannon and then that was when luffy kicked his ass or whatever and you guys were like oh what the hell i didn't he just eat the fucking thing so in this movie they sort of deviated from that whether or not that that did or did not happen they added that wapple ate the cannon uh and then in addition ate his uh (laughs) knocked out older brother and became a super weapon bomb instead uh before finally getting blasted off by none other than the gear three uh (laughs) fist of doom Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm 
Yeah, he gets the he gets the shot off with because he's eaten his brother. He has also ingested the super mega bomb that's in his stomach and turned it into a cannonball. And he shoot it shoots off up into the sky. And Zoro and Frankie finally get up to the top of the mountain, and it gets shot off. And Zoro goes slice and slices the cannonball in half and inside is all of these poison spores and frankie just breathes fire on it and that's the end of it uh, mm-hmm, instead mm-hmm. of uh instead of instead of the whatever bomb from the original form of the series so the the, the fact that frankie just kind of like ah yes fire and the the all the toxins are just obliterated i was a little like oh we can do that that's great i <laughs> <laughs> Good, good for the plot. Good for you, Frankie. I'm glad that you found your niche on this one. <laughs> yeah, good thing. Uh, good thing he was informed by I don't know whoever, maybe Robin, that Dalton had told them fire was the weakness for these poison <laughs> spore. I mean, it makes sense. At the end of the day, they're just plant matter, but so of course they would be weak to fire. But it also feels like this was such a super mega bomb that a the pores the the spores would have dispersed a lot more easily than main, generally maintaining that sort of liquid state that they had where they just <laughs> yeah, yeah, stayed yeah. in this weird bubbly form instead of immediately spreading out but i you know it's it i i suspend my disbelief here for the sake of ending the 2 hour movie uh finally <laughs> So yeah, right. I mean, it just, we, we were already like a, whatever. Yeah, we were already like an hour and forty five minutes in at that point. So it's like, all right, yeah, we got, we got it. We're we're close. We're wrapping it up. We got we got five minutes of sad boy choppy hours coming up, and I want to get to that part next anyway. <laughs> we yeah. don't need to spend more time than we need to. Also, can you correct me? I don't know if I just like looked away really fast, but you know the scene when uh Chopper was going to get the mushroom to save here. Look. Uh, we all know it. He he goes and he tries to find a, cu- a cure all mushroom doesn't doesn't work out. He's unfortunately too naive to recognize that there is no such thing as a cure all. He gets the poisonous mushroom. But I remember. OK, so when we were watching it. It happened very quickly. Did he ever cross his old pack and fight his dad in this movie? Did I just like look away and it happened really fast? Oh, in this movie? Yeah. Yeah, he did. OK. I feel like I, I like blanked out or something because I remember he was like traveling to find the mushroom and then like he found it and then immediately it cut to uh, Hero look in his room. But he was beaten up like he was like from the OG flashback or whatever. But I, I don't really remember getting that like gratifying moment of him facing off against his bio dad. Well, like, the, like in, uh, the that happens before he ends up finding the mushroom, though, anyway. So. The the part where he comes up all bruised and battered is basically because of whatever he had to do to get across the gap or go or he went down and then back up, whatever it was. And then he had to come back, whatever, whatever happened to him. But the him confronting his family was prior to even finding the mushroom. Yeah. Okay. But and it, it was happen. in this movie. It did happen in this okay. movie. All right. I, I must have just been a, a dirty idiot and looked away for too long. My my all seeing <laughs> eyes have failed just, me on this you, day. <laughs> your brain just cut that part out because like, I don't know, what's the point even at the end of the day? You don't get any well, no, sort I of. Just, no, go ahead. Sorry. I mean, you don't get any sort of 
conclusion to that anyway because they lock horns and then you cut away and next thing you know he's found the mushroom basically so there's not really brain, a uh, resolution to that in the first place my brain just didn't want to recognize uh full metal dog dad energy mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I, it just turned itself off as the soon as i saw that fucker on dad. screen again the worst ranked dad and he will hold that title probably to the day he dies and i don't give a fuck about anything else <laughs> <laughs> Eat shit, reindeer dad. You suck. Fuck you. Fuck you. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, the the joys of this movie are definitely seen throughout. You can tell that a lot of people spent a lot of hours painstakingly making this. Uh, my my only uh, critiques for it are I find that the storyboarding is a little whack, considering they could have just done the normal arc and not changed as much as they did, and it probably would have been fine. But they opted for uh utilizing more straws and then adding a couple of extra fluff here and there which amounted to very little it just makes it harder to recommend this for people that uh are a fan of chopper's og story and want to experience like a very fresh cut of it they kind of have to stomach all these like weird nuanced changes that kind of become a bit of a distraction in my personal opinion yeah i just sort of attributed I attribute this movie to a you'd call it like a retelling uh, 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 of sorts rather than a a remake, I guess. Mm -hmm, This is this mm -hmm. this falls into that category of like like what if scenarios like what what if Chopper wasn't or what if they found what if they dealt with the Alabasta arc and also Eddie's lobby before ending up at this at drum island uh, you know somehow uh, drum islands allegedly way before in the grand line but either way uh right you know what if the stars aligned that they ended up at choppers island at this point in time rather than when they did uh in the actual series so i i don't uh in the in the grand scheme of things if you were to try and give this to if you were if you had a friend that you were going to try and speed run through one piece, I wouldn't give them this movie if you wanted to remain accurate to the actual show slash story of the manga. This is more of mm-hmm. a sort of fu- fun side thing to do after they've already seen the actual canon. So you can be like, huh, look how crazy this shit is. They try. They revealed second and third gear in this movie for no fucking reason. <laughs> uh, you know, they've got all these extra characters here for no reason. Oh, also the blue haired Nami, she's gone. The duck that there was with no her gone. Nami. <laughs> yeah, all that. We we've got black haired Nami now. We call just her look Robin, at the pr- but just look at the pretty colors and the <laughs> badass <laughs> fight scenes and the weird though. CG. Did you see the weird CG during the avalanche? I did. <laughs> yeah, I did remember. That was some interesting CG. I mean, to be fair, this movie came out in 2008. So this is like and I actually I forgot about this. This is not a special. This is actually its own standalone movie, which I completely forgot about. Uh, and I guess they were probably still toying with a lot of like CG applications. I mean, the only other like big CG application that I could even think of is like from Baron Omatsuri, the giant goldfish sequence or whatever the hell that was. Yeah. That shit was just like a giant CGI fish in the middle of like a 2D plane. Uh, but I don't know. It, it was uh, it was interesting. Also, at the very end, when they were rushing away from the mountain, they were all like the like the trees around them were all yeah. made out of CG or whatever. I'm always a an advocate for CGI if it can save the animators painstaking hours of you know, animation, honestly. But I will say that in this flick, its age is a little. It definitely shows. it was a little <laughs> jarring. Like as soon as it happened, so it was. It's the part in in the av the, the avalanche when 
They're about to get run over. They end up on the first slope and then they jump off or jump up to try and avoid the majority or like the brunt of damage they would take from it. And as they jump up, you know, it cuts away and then it's a shot of like the sky and a little bit of the avalanche. And then it looks like somebody just threw toy figures of them up into the air. <laughs> they, they're they just so like static in motion. Like you took a, like yeah, you took a yeah. PNG and rotated it uh, a bit and then they land on a tree and they slide down and then they get more. They do it again after they hit some rocks and Sanji goes flying off too. it's not as. It's not as weird or jarring as that first instance, but I had to stop and be like, what? what, what? That was so strange. I, I they, This they, is the uh, age of experimentation at this point for CGI, like you said, but uh, I don't think they did too good of a job on that one. Not that it's a huge point of contention here, but it's just kind of immediately recognizable it it very much was akin to like uh for those of you that have seen like knights of sidonia it was like knights of sidonia cgi very in your face very prominent uh not very land of the lustrous that almost comes off as a, um, like tasteful just very rigid and odd looking if i'm gonna be honest but yeah. it's only for like i don't know 10 20 seconds so yeah it is, is is a very minor point uh in the movie but um yeah mm-hmm. I, I felt like I, I felt like i had to i had to mention it just because it was so glaringly obvious <laughs> was, in the moment it was so in your face uh there there was one other thing i wanted to say about this flick fuck i completely forgot already yikes i'm a bad host that's a bad sucks. host christian you know, I, uh, I, re- I, I remembered another like uh, another bad or bad dad hero luck moment, too, is like when he when he uh, not to rag on hero luck, because goddamn, does he still make me cry when he blows himself up? Yeah, like, let's uh, be real. <laughs> uh, but, he, you know, also uh, for, upon first meeting Chopper exposes himself to a minor. Let's not. Uh, <laughs> Are I don't you wanna. are you putting that on the on the this guy is an animal tr- like <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute look man I'm just saying I don't know how I feel about this take this makes me uncomfortable <laughs> all I'm saying is you know it's a little uh it's a it's a little much for him to just be like hey I'm not gonna oh, hurt you no yeah but like he's just he's trying to like he's laying himself bare before choppers so that he doesn't feel threatened what do you why do you gotta make it sound weird dog like come on i don't know the movie (laughs) ever since we finished that tier list i was feeling some type of way about having him so 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 low on on the tier list even though a lot of good points got made and then we then i watched this movie and i was like damn this is uh this is crazy how how much how much hero luck did some some questionable things. <laughs> oh no. You know, okay, how about this for for at least another t- a couple of minutes. Let's talk about the good things about hero luck. Let's set the record straight. Hero luck is a good guy. If for for all those of you that did watch it and those of you that do already know Chopper's backstory, his his big takeaway is he inspired Chopper to seize a dream and want to heal the world he's a very inspirational guy he gave he motivated chopper in all the right ways he is a good person it's just he also made very questionable decisions as a parent which is you know not super reductive it's just it it is what it is people are imperfect that's okay yeah, also the creator of one of the best Jolly Rogers in the show 
Facts. Even if I, it I is as simple as just Jolly slapping Roger. some soccer pedals on a skull and crossbones, it's still it's it's still fire. It, it's kind of it kind of slaps though, right? It's like, kind of sick. It's pretty fucking good. I love those like simplistic Jolly Rogers in the show. Like most of them don't need to be these like grandiose like thousand colors or like a bunch of designs like cl- like cluttering the flag or whatever. Just like throw in a regular skull and crossbone and put like one small glaring feature on it that separates you from the rest and that's all we need big guy Mm -hmm. which to be fair i think a lot of the a lot of the crews do actually do for the most part have just sort of one defining feature of their jolly roger and call it a day yeah for the most part that's what we've come across i'm trying to remember what did foxy's jolly roger look like i think foxy's was kind of annoying actually (laughs) (laughs) One sec, I gotta look this one up for a sec. Because there's not a whole lot that you've been exposed to. Like, okay, so all the supernovas have their own uh actually no foxies is okay. It's it's literally just a skull and crossbone, but it has Foxy's nose on the I was gonna nose. say, isn't it just the nose or like his hair or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just his nose. Um the most like all the supernovas have a, a Jolly Roger. I mean, I think you've seen Laws because he wears it literally on his like yeah shirt or sleeve. Yeah. Uh, you've also seen Dolph Flamingos, uh, but I don't know if you remember it. It's uh, it was shown to us when we saw the uh, what do you call it? The auction house. The Jolly Roger for Dolph Flamingo was on full display on that auction house or whatever. No, I can't recall. And then what? Who else have you even seen? You haven't seen kids yet. I, I feel like you haven't seen Hawkins I, I, we, yet. You we've seen, seen we've seen different insignias for, and not necessarily the supernovas, but just generally across the board. Obviously, we've seen like Whitebeard's pirate crew sigil, That's or fair. the yeah. Kuja pirates have theirs. Yes, um, like. Uh, Buggy clowns, f- right? Buggies, the fishmen, pirates have their Jimbe's Jimbe's people, or the old one that they that they made for the to replace the slave one, uh, the slave marking anyway. That's sort yeah, of the thing. sun one, the sun, right? Um, yeah, we, we've seen all these different Jolly Rogers and such before too, but I don't know this this one just hit this one just hits. The sakura petals just across the across, bringing some some nice color to the otherwise black and white dreary nature of the uh, uh, of the skull and crossbones. It's nice, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's what and it's what Hero Luck uh, set out to do in the first place. Anyway, it falls very much in line with his a uh, whole uh, his whole theme. Actually, uh, I know in the original series, do they do they out Hero Luck as the 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 burglar from his story there too i don't, i can't remember yes yes they do so okay. it, it it's offhanded he does mention or rather uh uh Kareha is it, is does it mention. in the same it's the same way right where Kare has like oh back in your burglar days or whatever from your story it's the same yeah, thing yeah 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 okay. it's literally the same thing yeah I, did that I, actually catch you off guard a little bit no 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 i i i knew this is always the case most of the time with the when you know old men or anime characters tell this story they go you know there was a story back in the day of like the burglar yeah. who felt remorse for his actions and whatever it's always they're always talking about themselves every time uh <laughs> they're so never not talking about this themselves. Was, i i remembered the the idea that he was the burglar but i couldn't remember if it had explicitly been stated in the same way back in the original series as it was here or not I'm pretty sure it was in the same spot. Uh, I, I guess don't necessarily quote me on that, but I have a pretty vivid memory of this scene playing out and it 
I believe it happens in both like this animation style and the other animation style. So I'm pretty sure it happens in about the same way. Yeah, I mean, that's that sounds about right. I just couldn't necessarily I couldn't remember right off the right off the bat. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But all in all, no, I mean, it's a it's a good flick. It's a good time. I think that the market for this is probably people who either have no intention of watching One Piece as a whole or people who want to see something if they're super caught up. Like, I wouldn't recommend this movie to anyone who has any intention of, like, actually watching the series. Right. This is by no means a replacement. This is by no means something that, you know, you should really expose yourself to if you want to be, like, organically exposed to a lot of these set pieces and characters. But yeah, it's all around a good time. Yeah, I I, I agree. I, I would I would only show this to somebody who was planning on or had already gotten past the point of seeing his story in the actual show because unless uh, if they're just there if, if they just want to watch a fun movie with characters they had uh you know just seen you know if they if they had seen one piece characters before but didn't have any interest in actually watching the show yeah fuck it show them the show them the movie it's got a lot of fun pretty colors and and and, and good action scenes and a relatively tight yeah. enough story that uh, it makes sense at the end of two hours without stepping on the original the, what what it comes from anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, I, I I mean unless uh, unless you got anything else you want to chime in on the overall uh, overall talking points. I mean I think I'm pretty good. Uh, yeah, I mean I feel like that's pretty good. It's it's there's not there's not a whole lot else to cover here. It, it's it's what we want. I mean, we watched we, this. Before. We can sit here and just recant all of the points we made from our previous episodes, or we can tell our listeners to go listen to those episodes on our first exposures. <laughs> <laughs> but be, be very wary and understanding of the idea that this was early on in our podcast, and it will sound like kind of shit. Oh wait, shit! You raise a really good point, man. We should have done a much better job on this one tonight. Then hold, hold <laughs> nah, on. it's fine. <laughs> Maybe we should spend more time on this. Hold on. I want to redo everything. I'm no, going to make a, I'm gonna make a new sheet right now. <laughs> we are, we're already done. No, wait. Audience, I'm so sorry. Nope. We're here. <laughs> the, 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 the seeds, though. I got to. This is, this is the way it. it is now. This is the way. Well, it is what it is. Well, in the very least, uh, I'll, I'll say that uh, if there's nothing else next week, we will be doing uh, we're, we're going to do, I don't know, one or two more special episodes before we get back to normal content. Uh, but next week's going to be an, an anniversary cast anniversary of just our podcast in general. So I think before we had like an end of the arc special, the next week's going to be, uh, I guess, just like a universal like bench or what do you call it? Uh, uh, it's, a, it's, our, it's our three year anniversary. We've been doing this for three years already somehow. And somehow we're just here to we're here to reminisce a little bit. There's going to be over like we did the arcs recap where we went over the last couple arcs. The anniversary cast from what I remember uh, of our homework sheet is mainly going to be uh, a lot more cumulative in one piece as a whole, you know, different moments and stuff that we remember. I think we're, we might even go over specific moments from our podcast that we enjoyed a lot, uh, which yeah, uh, yeah. will take some digging because I have goldfish memory. Um, <laughs> so 
look out for look out for that. Feel free to uh, and we'll probably bring it up also. You know, feel free to tell us about your favorite moments at the time too. Because yeah, if, if, you're, if, uh, if the schedule holds, this will come out the week before the anniversary one. So oh, you know what I was going to say? Uh, if you are listening to this, there's a chance that you might even be able to uh, still post on the survey that we're doing that of all of your true. favorite One Piece. That, that will not be true. That, that ends on the 25th. Uh, if this stays in the cast, uh, you can say, Brendan, why way to get my hopes up because it's officially over. Yeah. <laughs> call, uh, call, call him a savage animal dummy. That'll that'll really show him. Yeah, that'll that'll show me a lot. Thanks, Christian. You really uh, yeah. you always know how to put like the best things into words. If yeah. I'm going to be perfectly honest. I know I, I'm a I'm a savant. I know you are. I know you are. But. Uh, that will be next week. Uh, we hope that you look forward to it. Moving on to quotes. And I will be doing the quotes section. So Absolutely. I hope you are. OK, so what are your quotes, Christian? OK, you want me to go first? Yeah, of course. By all means, I'm yeah, fine you take with the it. floor. Uh, so which ones do I snipe? <laughs> I like how that's not even like there's not even quotes you want to do. You're just, we just like agree. <laughs> all right. We're going to have the same quotes. Which ones am I going to snipe now and which ones am I going to leave for Brendan there's, later? There's, there's going to be there's going to be a couple. I'll start with one that won't be a snipe, uh, although we've kind of already talked about it. It's, it's Usopp and Usopp and Luffy outside to the big woman. They go deep bow to the to the woman they think is a hiking bear. <laughs> that bit's <laughs> never Sa- old. Sanji's on the inside of the house looking at them because they were making snowmen. He's like, you fucking idiots. Uh, I. It's great. Uh, at one point, when Hiroluck goes to Kareha's treehouse, she or was it was it then? Oh no, I think it was on the bridge. I think it was the first time we see Kareha on the uh, when he's running away from the cops on the bridge, uh, and mm-hmm. she she tells him there's nothing scarier than an incompetent doctor. <laughs> That, oh wow a, that, that's, that's a, a really fire line and also very true <laughs> very yikes uh, i feel like that's not a quote we previously used that's a that's a brand new one that's that's hot off the press <laughs> yeah that is i think that is a hot off the presses one um okay when hero luck is in his in his treehouse because that's all people build in this world is tree houses. Um, mm-hmm. as I'm as I'm realizing, just saying it out loud, he's showing Chopper his Jolly Roger. I will save this kingdom as a doctor. That's why I've raised this skull against every disease there is. This is a symbol of conviction that defies the impossible. With this flag raised, I will fight like a pirate. Yeah, the doctor. I fucking love it, dude. I love it so much. And, and Chopper's sitting there eating it all up. Uh, and oh man, it's just so it's so the, 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 I, you can never you can never doubt the the absolute tenacity of this man going on going on this journey for thirty years to do this research to put to make the snow pink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't say it like that. Say it like with more pizzazz. Be like to make Sakura petals fall <laughs> to, from the to sky. Make Sakura don't, bloom. don't say turn the snow pink. To make Sakura blossoms bloom in this dreary country. Overshadowed, there we go. Overshadowed by the the uh, the fear of wobble. My God, dude. Like, you, um, like you're sleeping on my man's message. I'm telling you. I'm just kidding. Uh, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. I'll, I'll leave it on one more. Just when Chopper brings him the mushroom. Oh. And of course, Hero Luck realize, recognizes what it is. 
and Chopper's like, "This is gonna make you better now." I and you're gonna you're gonna. I want you to teach me how to be a doctor. I do. Do you think I can be a doctor here? Uh, uh doctor Hero Luck, and and uh Hero Luck just brings him in for the for the cult yeah, the, the warmest embrace. And he goes, of course you can, Chopper. You're so you kind can. after all. Uh, oh, man, dude. My heart. Uh, my heart always my heart. breaks. Oh, uh, it's so, it's so gut-wrenching. Especially, no, like, if, if this was your first experience with the movie, even, like, that, that's enough. But then, <laughs> but then what the mushroom actually is just makes it even more... Just just twisting that knife in your gut even harder. God, it's so good. You know, Hero Look really is one of the best, like, written, not even, like, parents and, like, leaders of, like, the straws or whatever. Just one of the best written side characters in the series, if I'm going to be honest. He's just so cool. He's here for uh, an emotional time, not a long time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He just, he's only here to make you sad. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, You know, no. Piggybacking off of that, uh, that brief, uh, dreary moment, uh, I really do need to give a shout out to, and in the dub when Brina Palencia and the the guy who voices here like play this scene out, it's it's always so good in my mind. The scene where Chopper it, like first gets kicked out, and here looks trying to like create distance between them, whatever, whatever, and Chopper can't really believe that what's happening is happening. And the first thing he does is he like injures himself. He bashes his face against the tree. And he's like, doctor, look, it's it's me. I'm hurt. Uh, I can come back now because I need you to heal me because he assumes that if he can't be there as a friend, at least he could be there as a patient. And you just see the life drain from our po- our po- poor choppy's eyes when here. Look, you know, snaps back with the gunfire and it's like, bro, get your shit together. Grazes his cheek too. like doesn't even doesn't even give him the warning shot. God, it just really he draws blood. It just breaks my heart. The most traumatic thing that this poor reindeer could have possibly been in, exposed to is happening again before his eyes. Yeah, and he's poor remembering guy. the line Hero Luck gives him too when he first meets him that he says that he'll never shoot him. Oh, and he shot him anyway. And it's like, God damn it, Hero Luck, you're an idiot. Anyway, uh, makes me sad inside. Uh, following that, uh, I, I mean, I would be remiss. If we didn't talk about the the quote, the quote of quotes, of Mm -hmm, course, mm -hmm. my favorite from our homie. When does a man die when he's hit by a bullet? No. When he suffers an incurable disease? No. When he ate a soup made of a poisonous, deadly mushroom? No. A man dies when he's forgotten. And how does he end his own life? But with a glass of sake cheering to the sky, telling his stupid son, don't worry, my boy, you your mushroom won't kill me. As he blows himself up, I'll and I remember kill we, me. <laughs> I'll kill me. I remember we covered in cast. I was still like flabbergasted. You guys told me, and I didn't even get it until this like fourth rewatch when he says your mushroom won't kill me. In the back of my mind, I was always like, yeah, he just means like from like a philosophical sense, like your mushroom's not going to kill me. But it, it was like you or Devin or somebody was like, well, he blew himself up so that he literally wouldn't be the death over hero look or whatever. And I'm like, son of a bitch. He's a father after all. (laughs) Deep down. All it took was self-sacrifice in the face of an entire country. (laughs) 
I also like the the point he adds after that, where he said he that he says I've lived a wonderful life or something something along those lines. I he think has they, I think they edited it slightly in the movie, but I remember the line from the show specifically being "I've lived a wonderful life" right before he pulls the detonator, whatever it is that he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has. He's lived a marvelous life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My last two, uh, I got to give a shot. Although I will say it was a little less uh, fun in this movie than it was in the anime. The, I love the fact that they still had the line drop where Sanji was like, well, he's <laughs> a monster, of course. <laughs> I was, even though even though you got uh, Luffy in the side, he's like, yo, I fed him that line or whatever joke we made in the back. Yeah, <laughs> I remember yeah. on cast, somebody said something about we we fed him that line, but I don't remember who fed who what, if I'm going to be perfectly honest. Mm. Uh, but I got to respect that it was there because it's it's an important point in the whole movie, right? Like it, it's it's the core and the crux of Chopper's uh, dysphoria, honestly, towards his own upbringing and his own uh like, like who he is he's he's constantly facing these challenges of how he views himself whether as a human or as a reindeer and at the end of the day he can only come up with monster so it's it's insightful and it's uplifting to have others be totally okay with recognizing themselves as monsters because at least that gives chopper someone to relate to yes always important and the last the last line uh, i gotta i gotta throw it in there have a wonderful time my stupid son <laughs> <laughs> Good God damn it, Kareha. I love you. You're such a softie. You're just like Hero Look. You're a goddamn animal. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. I just need I, I need to I need to put it in here because I thought you would probably say it, but but oh. you didn't. So I'm gonna so I I'm, gonna, one? I'm gonna insert it myself here. Uh it's it's Sanji. <laughs> when Sanji okay. blocks the first afro uh for for from hitting <laughs> Kareha. <laughs> Hey, 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 Afro man, launching your Afro at a lady. What kind of soul brother are you? <laughs> so can I can I tell you, I remember I think you guys had that in your sub in the first time, right? Something like that. Like, yes. so, what kind of soul brother are you? So I remember we had this discussion. He didn't say anything uh, akin to soul brother, probably because they were afraid it would be a little too yikes for the scene. But <laughs> <laughs> what a line what a line <laughs> yeah uh, i also because i just scrolled back through my notes and it was that line was right below this other one um it's uh when chopper shows up after right after here luck's blowing himself up and dalton goes to stop him and wrestles him to the ground he goes uh please don't become another sacrifice for this country i'm begging you with tears mm -hmm. in his eyes because dalton's been awoken to the uh, he was always sensitive to kind of what the direction the country was going in but the idea yeah. that hero luck would come all this way and risk certain death just to potentially save the 20 doctors who would be the actual only like last hope for the country uh moves dalton to tears and the hero luck comments on it just before he 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 dies himself and you know it's it's all very it's all very uh it's all very sad and sympathetic why are you crying dalton yeah can you cure even a country and he's like as long as they have the strength to do it <laughs> yeah you gotta do it. keep it in mind as long as the will of that country lives on of course they can <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you got it my dude uh, but honestly, that's uh, that's uh, the, the arc is filled with banger lines. We we could be here probably all day. Yeah, There's a lot of good much one. They pretty too. much throw all the good ones in there anyway. So yeah. so we're we're golden. <laughs>
Well, then moving on from quotes, let's go on to the golden ham. Uh, can we just give it back to Hero Look again? Because I just love that guy so much. <laughs> can we just like do it again? Like, come on. <laughs> oh, I, uh, as, get... as compensation for throwing him so far down the dead well, tree. <laughs> I feel like we I feel like we firmly established that he kind of earned the spot that he's in pretty mm. pretty single-handedly. Why don't we give it is it is it out of the question to give it to Kareha instead? Absolutely not. I I could I could give it to mom. Yeah, giving it to Kareha is fine. I could settle for that. Yeah, I think that's good. We should give it to Kareha. That sounds delightful. All right. I would love to see Perfect. Kareha again. <laughs> Perfect. A young right. spring chicken at 139 years old. The youngest she'll ever be for the rest of her life. Never forget. <laughs> Although now she's above 140 with the time skip. She's, she'll be 141. She will, she, she will be 141 she, the next time you see her. That yikes. is correct. Yes. <laughs> still, still a spry 141. Come on, yeah, man. Yeah, she's fine. Yeah. I'm sure she's doing great. All right. Well, moving on to fan mail. There is none this week. Moving on Oof. to Patreon shout outs. Uh, Easy Life is currently uh, in the bigwig tree. So Easy Life, here's to you. Uh, we just got done doing a movie recommendation that they asked us to do called Crow Zero. It we put it on out. our panda view. The day we're recording this, it, it has been it is released to the public. And uh, it was a great time. Highly recommend the episode. Highly recommend the movie. Uh, and thank you, Easy Life, for your patronage and your support. And uh, yeah, moving on to the grab bag. Uh, and I have so my I'm bag. Wait, how'd you get the bag back? It was uh, just in my well, house yesterday. Okay, I lied to you. I don't actually have the bag. Oh, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah, now? But I made you question it, though, didn't I? I made, I made you think that well, I fucked with you, I was, huh? I was about to. I was about to be very concerned and also call a locksmith. Hey, I'm, I'm like best buds with Santa, all right? Like, he can get into your house whenever the fuck he wants, is all I'm saying. Hmm. I don't like this narrative that you're crafting here. <laughs> Now we're setting up the uh, interconnected with, John Wick universe where Santa Claus can break Santa in wherever Claus he <laughs> And his origin story. Rorschach's on the side. He's just like, hmm, yo, Did you homie, see that movie? Uh, which that movie? movie that just oh, came out? No, no, I, I have not seen it at all. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, shit, what was that movie called? Uh, 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 the... Uh, uh, damn it! I forget what that movie was called. Anyway, uh, it's you know Santa. It's like a pseudo horror movie slasher thing, and Santa kills a lot of people, uh, but also has a very interesting backstory in that movie. Um, <laughs> it's uh, also called Violent Night, by the way. Violent Night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do, do, do you want? Do you mind spoilers? I could tell you right now what Santa, what Santa I mean, is I, in that I movie. Might, I might watch it. Yeah, right, like, I don't, that's, that's I don't fine, know if man. I want to. All right, all right, so, right are you, you, you going to force everyone on the ca- or all of well, our listeners? I would just say, I would just say like cover night? your Come ears on. for like ten seconds while I tell you Santa's backstory. But it's fine. You you can go watch Violent Night. It's actually like a it's actually like a fun campy movie to just kind of experience with people. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, for sure. I'm sure anyway, yeah, I have the bag. Um, it looks like yep. a normal bag, luckily, but I'm not putting anything out of the question with you anymore. So <laughs> I'm just gonna reach into this here bag and pull out, pull, yep, pull out. Uh-huh. Brandon, the bag's empty. What do you mean the bag's empty? I there's nothing here. There, I, I I don't know how that's possible. What do you mean? I I, 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 I don't know either because when I checked up, when I double checked it like two hours ago, there were there were folded up pieces of paper in here. Um, did. I mean, is anyone is anyone there with you? Wait, let me just. Did you? Oh no, this is not the. <clears throat> put that away. Just get that. What the hell? So wait, I've got wait, the grab wait, bag here. What are you doing? What are you talking 
talking about? What was that? What was that bag? Don't worry about it. Reaching don't, don't into the bag away. here. And I've got <laughs> this folded up, neatly folded up piece of paper with this paper's blank. Hold on. I'll what? just get another one. Maybe it was a dud. All right. It's fine. I've got a folded up pieces of paper. This one also blank. What? What is going on? What what do you have over there? Are you are you okay? Do third you, times are, the charm. You, what do you mean third times the charm? Why are you not answering any of my questions? I've got uh-huh. another folded up piece of paper. This one has writing on it. Okay, and what does the writing say? I'm on the edge of my seat. It's been a while since we've done one of these. Okay. It says rain. Oh, it's a rain question. Yo, let's go. Let's We're go. We're going to do a rain summer question this week. I feel like you. I'm very upset that you still have yet to answer the questions about the, the previous bag and, you know, like what was going on with that, though. Like, what do you mean? Could we, uh, it was a bag. Well, like, well, well, but like. And it had well, nothing well, in it, though. Why do you I don't have know. Maybe Santa just it? like left his sack here when he. When he what? When he. When he when what? He came, when, when, he, when he came to deliver presents on christmas but he didn't this year he was late remember well maybe not to your your place <laughs> maybe not to my place all right Santa always comes I, I to my house i won't I'm put you on boy. the spot anymore what's our rain question this week our rain question excuse me i had a little burpsy uh our rain question is going to be hmm you know there was there was a couple that that, that i was given that I, that I, I was allowed to choose from and now i'm having trouble uh i should have chosen one beforehand uh Let's uh-huh. do let, let's let's do this one. Okay. Don't be shy. Share your husbandos. Oh, our husbandos? Ooh. Mm, okay. Well, I mean, I I've got to put uh Don't do it. Common Common has got to be oh, on the okay. list. Let's be real. They, like, they say I mean, that line a couple times in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> they say what again in this movie? <laughs> they give us they give us communist line a couple times in this movie. Oh, in uh, who, movie. who the hell do you think who I am? Who the hell do you think I am? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They I'm do, pretty sure Wobble and Hero Luck both say it in this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a fire line. I mean, it's very quotable. I'm going to be honest. Uh, that's true. Because who the hell do you think I am? Yeah. Who the hell do you think we are? That's what I'm saying. Uh, in addition to Kamina, uh, just because he's such a, oh, and, and for those uh, who don't know, Kamina being the main gentleman from Gurren Lagann, uh, my favorite anime of all time for many reasons and more, uh, Kamina is a fantastic character and I, and I love him from, I love him to death. Uh, also, man, dem titties though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Right. <laughs> no, no, you got it. Shouldn't have gone there. No, no, no. That's, we, I said, don't be shy. So, don't be shy, indeed. Uh, you know, this is an interesting take. I have always had a fascination with Neji from the Naruto anime. Hmm, I, okay. I really like ne- uh, Neji's character arc. I find him to be a very complex character. Uh, he's kind of got the Gara treatment where he starts as like a villain and then, you know, s- slowly becomes friend, whatever, which is totally chill. But he has like such a redefined sense of duty as the series plays out. And I won't I won't get into like too many details about like what uh, like how his character really uh, develops and evolves over time. But he's a he's an attractive man and uh, he's very dependent. He's very cool. Very good. Uh, very good overall emotional depth. Very much like Neji. Cool guy. Uh, who else would be a husband? You want to you want to throw one in there while I uh, while I ponder maybe another another obvious one off the top of my head? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I you know, weirdly enough, I, I've only watched the show once and I only uh, I, I remember enjoying it, but not like a super a lot. But 
the the main I, I don't even remember his name uh but the like the the main butler from death parade like the main character yeah, uh, yeah. he always struck me as a very interesting character to like he's he's very he's very blunt and straightforward and doesn't really hold too many emotions but seems like a very complex character and i really wish there was more of that show to be honest with you because it always seemed like a very yeah. interesting premise as well um it's uh is, isn't it something like deckham or something like that yeah i think that's right i think deckham is I, right i think it is deckham or maybe decim or something i think it's it, it, it was something with a with a c in it i remember that but i feel like deckham is right yeah d yeah d uh how you how you i don't know how you would say it. D E C I M. Decim, I think Deckham. It's Deckham. Deckham sounds like a how sounds like the right answer there. Um, you know, I, who, you know, you know who else I got to make a husbando? Go on, Lawrence from Spice uh, Wolf. He's a ride or die. He is a ride or die, man. That's you a good can pick. You cannot have a list of fantastic husbands without including the OG. Maybe not the OG. He, he might not be original by any standards, but he's a really good husband. <laughs> <laughs> I uh damn somewhere Jordy just got a, one of those like one of those tingles up your spine when you're listening to your favorite song. <laughs> one of those real good those real good tingles just went up Jordy's spine right now and he has yeah, no yeah, idea no, why. He's, he sneezed cuz uh <laughs> cuz all we're talking about is favorite shit or something on the side for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of like any any other really good ones, any true standouts. Uh, I like uh, just because uh, and this one might be a little bit uh, a little bit recency bias, but from uh, 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 Reagan from Mob Psycho is uh, is a real cool guy. Maybe a you little call bit him a husband type, though. Like, yeah, he's a cool I mean, guy. I mean, look in that show, I would probably rate him <laughs> as the, as the best husbando. There's really not <laughs> okay. a whole a whole lot of other ones. And again, this is a this is a bit of of recency here because I just watched the last season a couple of weeks ago. But um, I Reagan's a, Reagan's a like a, a a fundamentally really good character though. Like he recognizes the idea that. He's a liar and a bit of a fraud, but at the end of the day, when when uh, it really comes down to the wire, he's always there to stick up for the people that he cares about a lot, uh, and that ends up mm. being mob most of the time. But uh, <laughs> he is he is always down to do what others are not in order to keep mob safe or try and pull mob back from the dark side. You know. Um, no, I mean I, so I respect I that answer. I appreciate some Reagan. You know, I like it. You know, I wasn't, I was not uh, completely in, but I feel like you've you've persuaded me. I've, I, I'm all in on this pick now. It feels mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. One more good husband. You know, am I just? I might be the toxic one. I'm gonna put <laughs> Yusuke Yurameshi from, uh, and I don't even know if you've even seen this anime, uh, but from. Uh, Oh my god! What the fuck? The the spirit gun? Fucking! Why can't I remember the goddamn show now? I can't remember the name of the show. Christian, um, what's wrong with me? I don't know. Some something's wrong with your brain cells. Oh you gotta get no! Some new what the hell's the name of the show? I gotta look this up now. Spirit gun. Spirit gun. I know his whole fucking Tri -gun? name, but I don't know. <laughs> no, no. It's uh, it's the fucking uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. Yu Yu Oh, the one we just talked about. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the one we talked about relatively. Well, no, no, no. That's uh, we talked about Inu Inuyasha recently. Oh, <laughs> right. Yu Yu Hakusho yeah, right. is a story about a kid who 
he's like a he's a big angie boy he's a sunder he's got he's got the hots for uh like his high school sweetheart but never makes it super uh apparent or whatever he gets hit by uh he gets hit by a car and in the <laughs> in in true isekai fashion instead of dying but he doesn't get sent to another world he just get, goes to like you know heaven and whatnot and he gets a second chance at reanimation in the form of becoming a spirit detective and the whole show is like shown in energy and devolves from there fantastic show it's only like 125 episodes give or take uh but yusuke is a very cool protagonist and he mm-hmm. has a lot of heart and a lot of commitment to his friends, his girlfriend. He's he's a husband material, hundred percent. He's like, he's a big, big Angie, little Angie, and he's <laughs> can be toxic. Don't get me wrong, but his heart's in the right spot. Right. Hmm. Who can I place as one of my last ones? You know, I was thinking uh, the other day about um, a show called show called Noragami. Um, you know, I still the- haven't seen Noragami. Noragami is actually uh, a, a personal favorite of mine. I think I, I really enjoyed. Uh, I really enjoyed that show. I, I think I'm gonna have to give it a rewatch sometime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the but the main the main character in question is Yato. He's uh, he's a, a minor god trying to accrue more followers so that he can become a much larger god that everyone worships. But he has trouble and. Uh, mm-hmm, he, mm-hmm. we encounter other gods that are less benevolent or, uh, much more of the evil variety and so on and so forth. Right. I, re- I really, I really like that show. I think I'm going to have to, I think I am going to have to rewatch it sometime soon, but, um, Ooh, it's produced by bones. You know, it's going to be good when it's made. It by is. Bones. It was, I think that's, that's, I think that's kind of why I had it on the brain recently. Cause all, I, we also just did, um, uh what do you call it space dandy again dandy yeah we just did dan we just did our dandy recording and they're the same uh the same studio as well coincidentally noticing a trend here coincidentally also mob psycho's studio um yeah mob psycho is also bones (laughs) yeah so maybe there's just uh maybe bones just has my number when it comes to producing in there maybe yeah you know (laughs) i i just realized it now with uh (laughs) speaking it into existence i guess um you know what? I changed my mind. Aaron Yeager. Aaron Yeager. He is not Husbando material. <laughs> Don't you dare come in here with fucking Aaron Yeager. Holy shit. Fuck. I thought you were. <laughs> can I can I tell you? I was like on the edge of my seat waiting for you to say something dumb like fucking dandy. And somehow you managed to no. even my worst expectations. <laughs> to, get, to, get even, to go even worse. Past the bottom <laughs> of the barrel. God damn it! You can't do this to me. No, we're not. We're not playing this game. <laughs> Aaron Yeager is a sad, troubled individual, and that dude has no right being a parent to anybody. Just so we're clear, <laughs> <laughs> he's not being. Well, husband is not a parent. Husband is a husband. There are no okay. kids involved. Even then, even then, I don't know. I would not. I would not wish Aaron Yeager as a life partner on my worst enemy. I'm just. Telling, I'm just telling you, man. He is, he is toxic as toxic can be. Well. He, is, he has no ambition for any other human yeah, like, person hot, on though. the planet. Stop, you, you're a fucking animal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, you've inspired me. You've reminded me of another ride or die. I'm going to throw him at the tail end of my of my shtick. Uh, Isaac Dion, I believe is his name. Uh, I looked him up really quick, so I might be butchering his actual name. He's from an anime called Bacano, which is one of my favorites. Oh, and I highly right. recommend it. He's uh Miria. Well, in okay, so in the dub, he's voiced by my favorite voice actor, my, or John Michael Tatum. And whenever he talks to his girl, uh, his girlfriend, wife, I don't really know if they're married. 
but they're I, I don't want to spoil what they are because it's kind of fun figuring out like exactly what their dynamic is. But uh, he always calls her Miria and they're just the cutest fucking couple mm. like from start to finish. And they remind me again of what makes Spice and Wolf uh, make so much sense when you just have a good, cute couple. Shit works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very fair. And uh, yeah, no, I think I'm good. All right. Well, I think that uh, that about covers it. Tell us who your husbandos are. Yeah, yeah email us it, or join our Discord and tell us who your favorite husbandos are. What where can they find our email and Discord, Christian? Uh you can email us at pandasightings at gmail.com. We have Twitter and Instagram under the same handles at pandasightings. You can join our community Discord by visiting the link tree that is in the social bios. And if you feel like supporting us. Like uh, our 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 main person at the moment right now, Easy Life, uh, has so generously done. We have a Patreon. Uh, that's at, that's Panda Sightings as well. Thank you very yeah. very much for listening to us, Babylon. Uh, for 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 this hour or so, that'll probably get cut down to like twenty, maybe thirty minutes. But uh, <laughs> we can't keep making this joke. <laughs> surely we can. Surely we can. I mean, it, it never really gets old. It's an oldie but a goodie. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean this 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 joke transcends the rule of threes at this point. Oh ho ho, motherfuckers! Wait, he's he's coming back. Santa, Santa! I'm back, bitches, and I'm here with AK-47s. What? Like AK-47-style Nerf guns, right? I've just... No, absolutely not. I've decided that since I've missed Christmas, I'm going to go all in on my villain arc. And honestly, it's been completely liberating. I've already murdered my wife. Wait, I've what? killed all the elves. Oh no! Uh, I'm I'm down to my last two reindeer. Uh, Rudolph wasn't around? cutting it. Uh, oh, no. Well, I mean, I, you only need me. I don't have all those fucking presents anymore. You know what I mean? Uh, so now what we're gonna do is uh, I'm going to Santa, murder no. all of humanity. Santa, please. And uh, I I'm you really find happy. Nope. Uh, I'm very happy to have been given this uh, this uh, opportunity. Uh, I really hope that uh, I'll live up to everyone's expectations and murder the whole of humanity. Thank you, Christian, uh, especially for inspiring me. Nobody wants to die like that. Uh, I'm pretty sure that it's on everyone's Christmas lists now, homie. Wait, Santa, no. Santa, no. Don't do it. We we can talk about this. Oh, God. Well, um, if this is the last episode you ever hear from us, you'll know why. Or you won't, because... Santa will have gotten to you first. Uh, in that case, this has been crispy. Thank you very much for listening, and God help us all. Who am I kidding? There's no God. Santa's going around murdering everybody. What am I supposed to do? I just wanted some Nerf guns, man.